what, now, what, I ask you, could be better on a Saturday afternoon than coming to listen to Robert Glasscock and me join a group of five other wonderful souls as we tackle their very relevant astrological questions with the best astrology teacher on the planet, and he has been fire. So join us this Saturday. Come to the funastrology.com website for the gallery ticket, and we'll see you there. Well, it's not just hump day, it's a special hump day today. Hi, Thomas Miller on Valentine's Hump Day, Wednesday, February 14th. Oh, I'm so glad you are here, and I want you to know that you are my Valentine. Absolutely. I love you, and I so thank you for listening. We are going to jump right into business today because we have a big aspect to talk about. Spent the last couple of days talking about the Chiron North Node conjunction on Monday because I just thought a lot of us might end up with some karmic stuff coming up in our lives. I know I had a big aha yesterday in exactly the house where my Chiron is in whole sign system. And that I look at both and it really gave me a lot of insight because I have some eighth house Chiron and I have some ninth house Chiron. This was ninth house Chiron. And I was in the middle of moving, but see, staying tuned in, like knowing that a message could be right around the corner. Well, we have that again today. And before I tell you about it, I will mention that the video of the Saturday Horary Practicum is available for sale at funastrology.com at the top of the webpage. Go there for more information. But the big aspect set up yesterday when Mars entered Aquarius. And remember, when anything changes signs now, what does it do? It aspects Pluto in some kind of way. Mentioned this yesterday, but the focus was on Chiron North Node. But yesterday, Mars moved into Aquarius. This morning, it conjuncted Pluto in 1.05 a.m. Eastern Time. And boy, I spent a few minutes at the end of my day yesterday searching around on social media, and I saw just a lot of uh, gloom and doom and negative comments around this aspect. One exercise that I have always done, Ray Merriman does it, I think any good astrologer does it, is you go back and look at what happened when a particular configuration appeared previously. And that's a little hard to do with Pluto anchored to a particular sign like Aquarius because we have to go back over 200 years. But the Mars orbit is just around two years, so we don't have to go back that far to find Mars and Pluto kissing on the lips. It just may not be in the same sign. And that's the case, because every one of these other examples I'm going to give you were obviously with Mars and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. So let's walk back just real quick. What happened on this day previously, March 3rd, 2022, That was the Ukraine war had already started, but the first city to fall to the Russian army fell on the day that Mars was conjunct Pluto. And there was another headline that said that people who were fleeing Ukraine were being attacked by Polish nationals. So that certainly fits the Mars characteristic of war and aggression. Let's go back. March 23, 2020. That was right after COVID was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization on March 11th. This was March 23rd. Pluto rules viruses and death. Hello? For you naysayers, you can't make this stuff up right before it, right on it, basically. The previous one, let's go back to April 26th, 2018. Not quite as dramatic as what we just had, fortunately, but... Israel, listen to this headline, Israel launches airstrikes on Hamas ship in a Gaza port. 
And then this was an interesting headline on that date. Not as dramatic in April of 2018, but 82 paintings at a museum in France were revealed as forgeries. And then I saw this. A communal toilet collapsed in Mumbai, India. Several people were trapped, requiring rescue, and two died en route to the hospital. Mars Pluto. Let's go back a couple more. October 19, 2016, there was a typhoon in the Philippines. There was a natural gas explosion damaging several buildings in downtown Portland. And Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton met in Las Vegas for their third presidential debate. I'll let you attribute your own attributes to that. And then the next two, this was kind of interesting. In 2014 and 2012, there was really no significant news, at least not what we're looking for to marry the characteristics of Mars and Pluto. Now, somebody in our Facebook group yesterday was saying that she was, they were trying to fly out of the Caribbean, and it, like she said, every, the flight got canceled and everybody was grumpy, and it was just like this tension. And I know that could be localized. I mean, I'm sitting up here not having a lot of tension except this move. <laughs> That's enough. But it's not tied to this aspect. I think any move would do that to most sane people. So we do have a collective pattern of sometimes things happen and sometimes they don't. And very rarely are they massively huge. There are always those out there, and you can find a lot of it on social media right now, where people are predicting gloom and doom. Something big is going to happen. I'll tell you what I've adopted. I am going to live my life, and I'm going to live it as fully as I can every day that I can. I'm not going to put my head in the sand, but I'm also not going to live in fear of the latest gloom and doom prediction, which for my life of 64 years has fundamentally, basically not fulfilled, at least not from some big global perspective. Now, let's also honor what's there. Why might they be saying this? Well, Mars rules war and aggression and Pluto rules nuclear. Okay, put those together if you'd like. I'd rather meet on Sunday nights together and pray for love and peace for the planet. We do that every Sunday night at 8 p.m. in our Facebook and YouTube channels. I would say instead of worrying about the worst possible outcome, let's come together and send our energies combined for the best possible outcome. But let's hop over to the high timeline side of this. What could we extract good? While everybody else is trying to find the bad, why don't we try to find the good? You're talking about the two planets combined, I would say maybe with the exception of the sun, that offer combined the greatest power thrust in the zodiac. This is where we get our drive, our ambition, our fuel behind the, I just think of a rocket liftoff. You know, it's that, that initial thrust and it moves so slowly at first, and then by the time it gets up in the horizon, that thing is hauling tail. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's like that initial thrust. Well, that's Mars-Pluto together. It also won't be back here again for two years. Now, it will again be in the early degrees just because of Pluto's retrogrades, but this is catching the very early conception stage of Aquarius. So that applies to the collective, to that beyond you. It is also powerful groundswell for personal radical transformation. Aquarius, ruled by Uranus, is all about the radical shakeup, right? It's about revolutionary stuff. So if you're in the process of trying to retool your life, like where I was about 15 years ago, wow, what an amazing space to just take on something completely fresh and new powerfully. How? Ask for it and then go into meditation. Invite it in. In fact, my little inspiration was 
pointing out to me places in my life where I don't believe that I'm supported. Think about that. What if you believed you were completely, radically supported by divine source, which is ultimate power? All the time you are supported. What would that do to change your thinking? Just that little shift. That's one of the things I'm going to be playing with. Always powerfully supported by divine source. And what showed up for me is, you tip your hat to it, but do you really have it in every fiber of your being? Or is there that holdback of, you know, hanging on to our humanity? Of course there is, for all of us. So I think you know that the theme around here is that whatever's going on around us, we're going to stay on our highest ground. And we've just got a lot of power to elevate ourselves and our own path and our own journey and our own mark in the world through this transformative, powerful aspect. So enjoy it. Enjoy the space. And don't worry about the rest of the stuff. And I love you. Happy Valentine's, my Valentine. And I'll see you back tomorrow.